with beers that have names like M4 American Blonde, Little Bird IPA, and the Fobtoberfest, any veteran would know they're welcome at Forward Operating Base Brewing Company. Today on the Financial Operating Base, we'll speak with Army veteran and founder Jared Wharton. Welcome to the Financial Operating Base, a podcast and community to help you, the veteran entrepreneur, to navigate the terrain and accomplish your mission of business success. Joining us today, we have Jared Warden, the founder of Ford Operating Base Brewery and U.S. Army veteran. Jared, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and, and you know, for all the less listeners, I actually got to go out to JBLM um, in Tacoma, Washington, where the brewery is located. So I got to stop by, say hi meet Jared and taste some of his product, uh, which is delicious. And what a cool story and a cool industry to get into. Um, so why don't we just dive right into your background um, and how you went from being into in the Army um, into starting your own brewery? Uh, well, yeah, I had kind of a, a crazy career. Um, I actually started out once upon a time in law enforcement for about four years. Um, and then from there, kind of got really interested in um, some things the Army had to offer uh, in the intelligence side of things that really got me excited. You know, because of course, this is all uh, post 9-11, so you know, those feelings were still really fresh. But uh, during that time, some friends and I would hang out once a week, play poker, just hang out, basically. And we'd always drink a bunch of different craft beers. and one day I just got the idea of like, Hey, you know what? We're always drinking this beer. Why don't we try making it? And so we kind of pitched in together and made a few batches of homebrew. And the first batch was absolutely horrible. But, um, after about four of those batches, I started thinking, you know what? Hey, I, I kind of think I can do this and think I can get better. And so I put away the kits and started figuring out my own recipes and just, um, moving forward with that. And then, as the years go by, I you know, spent uh, eight years in the Army as a, a counterintelligence special agent. And while I was traveling around, living in Germany, deploying, um, you know, taking breaks from brewing here and there, but also just always kind of focusing on what the products would be, uh, how to refine my process, how to make the best out of what I had. And uh, yeah, I had that moment in Afghanistan in 2011 where I thought, you know, I can't do this anymore. Um, I need to find something else, something uh, that uses the skills and giftings that I had in my pocket to continue to serve the people that I love, our, our men and women of the military, but wearing the uniform day to day was not what I foresaw myself doing much longer. So I literally just pulled up Google and said, hey, what's a business plan? What, what's it going to take to open a business? Because I had no clue. I didn't come from any sort of entrepreneurial background. I never witnessed it growing up. My father was in law enforcement. My mom was management for sales. So I, I had no clue. So I just figured, you know, what, what can I do to figure this out? What, what tools are out there for me? Um, 
And then fast forwarding to 2014, I was in Afghanistan again, and I, I was accepted to an entrepreneurship program uh, at Cornell through the Institute for Veterans and Military Families, and dove right into that and kind of got some entrepreneurship training by Firehose and put together a, a plan that actually looked like a business plan and um, just kind of kept moving one step at a time and, until I was finally able to open my doors in 2017. You mentioned using your talents uh, to start a business. We see a lot of veterans that are in very creative artistic fields, craft brewing, woodworking, sculpting. Um, what is it you think about veterans and and maybe it's that we're all a little bit quirky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that gives us that creative side. And, and what do you like about expressing your creativity through the beer? Um, well, I, I think that comes with, there's a couple of different parts of that question where I, I think so often you hear people who get excited about an idea and think, hey, this will make a great business but they never kind of stop to do the internal inventory of, do I have the skills to pull this off? Do I have the drive to pull this off? Uh, sure, they've done some hard things in their life, but it should all kind of point towards a, a specific direction. Um, and for me, I, I saw that I was good at, at kind of coming up with a vision, coming up with a plan and, and getting people interested in that plan and, and creating something that, that the public, that my customer base that would be excited about and feel that it represented them more so than I felt that it was in my individual skills of at actually making the product. However, I make some pretty good product, but it, that, that's just taken a, a lot of work to just refine it over and over again to get, get there. And as far as the military goes, we, you know, we, we, for so often we, we, aren't allowed to say what we think. We aren't allowed to say exactly what our opinions are. And so we, we look for creative outlets for that. And when you have something that you can put your heart and soul into, put your head down and keep grinding and working towards, it, it continues that sense of mission, sense of purpose that we developed in, during our military time. I love this, this like progress and transition that you made because you're an Intel guy overseas you know, basically gathering intel, looking for bad guys, and then you kind of move all the way to the other end of the spectrum in this kind of creative, um, you're doing producing, you know, you're, you're actually making the beer there, um, and, and it's a whole business, and it's a very unique business of its own. Um, and, and, you know, it started with a hobby, which is phenomenal. You went and got some training and education, which is phenomenal. Um, out of all of that, what, what has been like the hardest part specifically on the business side as you learn to turn this hobby into a profitable business? Um, the hardest part is, is, and I think this goes for a lot of, of veterans is, is we think we can do it all. It's, it's hard to say, Hey, I need help with this or Hey, I, I, I really suck at doing this. Um, and that's been the kind of the gut check for me daily of finding out that, Hey, I'm, horrible at some things I need to ask my wife for help or hey I only have so many hours in the day I need to ask one of my employees to to pick up the slack on something that I'm really wasting my time and, and skills at that can be better served as the business if I if I delegate some of those tasks so 
for me, that's been the hardest part of just realizing that I'm not just a, a one man machine that I, I do need help from multiple angles to, to have a good, a good day, a good week, a good month and a good year. I, I noticed, um, I didn't have the, the great fortune to go out and visit you like Jeff did. Um, but I've seen pictures, um, of the brewery there and, and certainly military themed and, and, you know, military named and a lot of the, the beers, um, have military themes or tributes to them. Um, what type of clients, uh, clients and customers do you attract? Is it, is it mainly because, you know, you're near JBLM, you have a military crowd or, or do you find that your establishment actually winds up being a bridge to the civilian community to help them understand? Uh, veterans and understand the military a little more? That's a great question. Um, I know this is audio, uh, but directly behind me is a, a, a backwards flag representing the, the flag we wear on our right shoulder, uh, charging it in towards battle. And um, the other day I had a customer who came in and, and they were just absolutely furious that I would display this, this, this flag improperly in their opinion. And they didn't want to listen to the reasoning behind that. And it really started a good discussion with, with um, some of our people, some of my regulars, some people who maybe haven't even been in here before, just about how, you know, we really welcome those kind of questions because, and that discussion. And the reason I say all that is because we being about less than a hundred yards away from the fence line to Joint Base Lewis-McCord, Primarily, we have a military crowd or veteran crowd. We're in the city of DuPont, which is about 70% veterans. But being in the Pacific Northwest, we have such a huge craft beer community that, that everybody wants to try out the new place or try out the place they haven't been before so they can, uh, in their minds, experience all the different aspects that craft beer has. So we do get a lot of customers in for the first time who have no clue about the military. And so everything kind of seems really foreign to them. Uh, so we love having them. We love explaining, you know, what, what some of the names mean and, and why, uh, you know, why we might call a beer Little Bird or, or M4 um, and seeing the, their interest because by and large, Americans love our military. No matter what their political leanings, whatever, they, they, we all, love our military men and women and and I think people are curious and, and it's nice to have have Bob as a place where veterans can feel at home and people who've never been anywhere near the military can get a little taste of it for a couple hours. What are some of the ways that that your business and you personally are involved um, in kind of giving back to the veteran community? Um, that's a Good question from uh, like my next beer that I'll be brewing is a big IPA. I'm doing it in collaboration with another veteran brewery startup called Task Force, but we're working together using hops that, that a portion goes straight to charity and then a portion of every beer sold will go to charity. Um, we, do, um, we do deeply discounted military events about weekly for hails and farewells or retirement ceremonies. We've done a few memorials here um so our way is just trying to provide a home and some place that that honors our military people and going back to kind of what what started this whole idea 
was you walk into an Applebee's or a TGI Fridays or whatever, and they've got the local fireman uniform on the wall. They've got the local T-ball team on the wall. And I thought to myself, why isn't there a place like this for the thousands of, of, of Army and Air Force people that are, you know, a couple hundred yards away to where they feel like they're the ones being celebrated? The other thing I noticed when I was there is that you're really supportive of other veteran businesses too, and, and we're collaborating and, you know, cross promotion and things like that, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I, I have that rising tide lifts all boats mentality. I, I, I only serve coffee roasted by another local veteran. Um, we, we sell other products whenever we can. We um, provide a forum for other entrepreneurship groups to come and do uh, like networking events here because um, aside from being good for my business, if I can help somebody else out, then that's, that's the best reward for me. You, you, you mentioned Applebee's and um, some other chain restaurants. Um, what, what are your plans? I mean, it, it, you know, Jeff and I think what you're doing is phenomenal. Um, you know, could this be at other places besides Joint Base Lewis McCord or uh, outside of DuPont, Washington? I really hope it is. And that's, that's been kind of my goal from the get go is that, that I feel like there should be a fob at every major military installation. Um, and, and a place where, where any community that has a high veteran or military population has a place that they see as representing them. And, and there's, there's multiple locations across the country that fit that, that model. Have you, have you started to think about doing that actively or is, are you still working on unit one there and, and perfecting unit one? Well, I started with the idea that it would be everywhere, and I, I kind of, in my naivete, opened this place thinking that within a year I'd, I'd have multiple locations, but it turns out business is hard. Who, who'd have thunk it? But uh, we're doing good. Um, we're, we just had our second year, and, and people are starting to realize that, that, you know, hey, this is a good idea, and, and we are always kind of trying to plant those seeds and, and seek out those people who, who can see the vision as we do because, because it is going to take help to get to, to across the country the way I think it could be. Uh, tell us about some of the, uh, the, the new ideas or new brews or, or new promotions that you have coming up. Uh, so releasing today, we've got our space force IPA. So just kind of a fun, super hoppy, hazy IPA, just full of, uh, galaxy hops and um, just you know we all kind of crack up a little bit when we hear people talking about joining Space Force or being a, a spatial door gunner and we just thought it'd be fun so you know things like that we're doing beer and yoga tomorrow morning then uh, coming up November 10th actually this year because Veterans Day falls on a Monday we're doing a big uh, all veteran beer fest with uh, eight other or eight total veteran owned or veteran brewed beers on tap for veterans, our Veterans Day celebration. What advice would you give to um, a veteran that's considering going into an entrepreneur route like you did? 
really just uh, something I alluded to earlier, or not didn't really allude, I flat out said it, but really do that internal gut check of, of is this just a good idea? Is this a passion? Or is this something that I can actually take and make a viable business from? Um, you know, it, you've got to uh, do those sensing sessions where you're, you're talking to everybody you know and, and picking their brains. Um, you got to get with people that you know are a lot smarter than you who are, who are thought about things that you haven't thought about yet. And you got to hear those negative things because uh, it doesn't mean you have to listen to them, but you got to hear them. Um, a lot of people want to give you advice on things you should do, but you always have to take it back to, is this something I can keep my arms around? Because if the answer is no, then that's something you're going to have to put on the back burner and keep it till later. So really my, my biggest advice would be just talk to everybody you can, especially in the veteran community. We want to see you succeed. We want to help you. We want to uh, build our community stronger and everybody be willing to help out in whatever ways they can. Just don't be afraid to ask. One of the reasons that we do the podcast is we want to inspire other veterans to become entrepreneurs like yourself. So by bringing folks on to the show like you and telling your stories, we hope other veterans will say, hey, you know, maybe that's something I can do. I want to be an entrepreneur. So thinking of inspiration, is there an inspirational quote or saying that you think about from time to time that helps you keep going in the business? Absolutely. The kind of the quote I keep in my back pocket is, is if your dreams don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. And when I think about just what it takes on a daily basis to, to keep the doors open, it's scary. And then when I think of my big dreams of those 20 ideal locations to, to have a fob across the country, that's scary as hell. I have no idea how I'm going to make that happen. But I know that that, that fear and that drive is, is going to get me there. How? I don't really know yet. Love it. Dream bigger. Dream bigger. Always great advice. Um, so we're going to have folks listening and they're going to love your story and your journey because it's an interesting transition and a really exciting um, business. So how can folks reach out or get a hold of you? Uh, you can find us at fobbrewing.com, uh, Facebook, Ford Operating Base Brewing Company. Um, if you're in the area, we really hope people subscribe to our newsletter. We try not to be spammy. We try to tell everybody all the, all the cool things we got have going on from comedy to, to like I said, yoga and beer festivals. Um, just lots of great ways to stay in touch with us. Jared, thanks for taking your time. Thanks for joining us and uh, appreciate your story. No, I thank you. It is a great opportunity. I hope I provided a little something that somebody can chew on. And thank you guys for what you're doing in the big picture. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jared Wharton, and we'll leave you with this quote from Jim Koch, the founder of Sam Adams Brewery. Getting rich is life's biggest booby trap. It comes down to what would you rather be, happy or rich? I say do, it's going to make you happy.
Thanks for joining us on the Financial Operating Base podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so send us your questions or feedback to financialoperatingbase at gmail.com.